0: Beautiful Gospel reading this weekend, brothers and sisters, and one that I think is really easy for us to put ourselves into. You know, we can actually imagine this situation playing out. We can kind of imagine ourselves in each of the different uh, roles, too. You know, we can imagine ourselves as Jesus being at somebody's house, being entertained. We can imagine ourselves as Mary being with your guest and conversing and, and entertaining them that way. And then we can also, I think probably most easily, imagine ourselves as Martha. You know, we're trying to do something nice, we're trying to do something good, and yet we kind of fall short. We're trying to do something good, but it's not the greatest good. It's not the best thing that we could be doing at the moment. I remember doing this in the seminary one time, so... Uh, When I was in the seminary, every Tuesday night, we would get together as a floor, and we would pray our night prayers together. So at 9.15 on Tuesday nights, we met in the common room, we would pray our prayers together at 9.15. So I was sitting in the common room one night, Um, I'm sure I've told you this before, I'm a huge sports fan, so I was watching a hockey game, I love watching hockey, and it's getting close to 9.15, it's a close game, it's a really great game, game's tied, Um, I'm getting really into it. And then the deacon, who was the leader of our floor, came in at 9.15, and he turned the game off. And he said, all right, guys, time to pray. He's a really good friend of mine, and I said, Brian, whoa, what are you doing? The game's on. You know, can't we just wait a couple minutes and watch this, and then we can pray afterwards? And he looked at me, and he said, Bobby, Bobby, you are anxious and worried about many things. Now, he didn't actually say that because I would have punched him if he did, but... (laughs) But he said, we have to be free to be able to pray at the times when we're supposed to pray. We have to be free to pray at the times when we're supposed to pray. And so I was mad at him that he turned off the game, but I was even more mad at myself because I knew that he was right. In that moment, I was choosing this lesser thing. It's a good thing, you know, watching sports. It's fun. It's great. It's a good thing. But it's not as good as what I should have been doing at that moment, which was preparing to pray. And brothers and sisters, we all have to be on the watch for this in our own lives because we we can see it pretty clearly when we're tempted, when the devil tempts us with sinful things, right? The things that are against the Ten Commandments, when we're tempted to lie or steal or use the Lord's name in vain or any of the Ten Commandments. Those are pretty obvious in our life, and we know that those are bad things. But the devil also tempts us at times with things that are actually good in themselves, but they're just not the greatest good. Maybe it's a sport that you want to watch or play. Maybe it's some other activity. Maybe it's a job that you're putting before Jesus in your life. Maybe it's some relationship in your life. All of those are good things for us, and yet if they're getting in the way of our relationship with Jesus Christ, we know for sure that they're not the greatest good. And perhaps we should be dialing them back so that we can do the things that we know we're supposed to do when we're supposed to do them. We need to have that freedom to be able to follow Jesus Christ. And I think the most beautiful thing about this gospel reading today, brothers and sisters, is that Jesus tells us exactly what he wants from us in our spiritual lives. Jesus gives us the roadmap for what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to grow in that relationship with him. Because I'll be the first to admit that sometimes in my spiritual life, I fall into this sense of um, just like following the rules, you know, checking off the list and not actually having that close personal relationship with Jesus Christ like Mary had in this gospel reading. And we can think about it in terms of a married couple. You know, a married couple doesn't check off the list every day. You don't say, okay, I said good morning this morning, check. Uh, I said I love you three times, check. I hugged you when I got home, check. Um, I didn't say anything mean, I didn't lie, I wasn't unfaithful, check, check, check. Great marriage, right? Well, no, not exactly. A marriage is more than just checking off the boxes. A marriage is that relationship between two people. When you're growing ever deeper in knowledge and love for one another. And that's not just a matter of following the rules. It's a matter of being with each other and spending close, personal time with each other. It's the same with our relationship with Jesus. We can't simply say, okay, I didn't break the Ten Commandments today. Um, I said my morning prayers, said my evening prayers, good to go. Those are good things. We have to do those things, but they're not sufficient. They're not everything that we should be doing. If we're not spending that close personal time with Jesus Christ, sitting at his feet and listening to him, then we're missing out on the greater good, brothers and sisters. If we're not spending that close time to him, giving him our troubles, our anxieties, our worries, our fears, our joys, the good things happening in life. If we're not having that close personal time, we're missing out. And so let us continue to strive our best to sit at the feet of Jesus. First and foremost in the sacraments, especially when we come to Mass and truly receive him, but also in our daily prayer. Spend that quiet time with Jesus. Get rid of all the noise, um, be alone somewhere, and just listen for the voice of Jesus. I've heard it said that the whole Bible can be summed up in five words. Ready? God wants to marry you. The whole Bible can be summed up in saying, God wants to marry you. God wants to be in that close personal relationship, that covenantal relationship, that exchange of persons with each and every one of us. And if we're not doing that, we're missing out on the greatest good. So let us continue to turn our hearts over to Jesus Christ every day, to spend that close personal time, and to receive the greatest goods that he has for us.